Greetings, weary traveler, come, warm yourself by the fire, and let us regale you with mighty tales, tales of adventure, tales of heroism, Lotus, and tales <laughs> of Tamriel. I'm once again your host, Arkanir, after two weeks of absence, and we are back with a full episode of hopefully a smooth sailing dumpster fires. I'm joined by the one, the man, the myth, the legend, Lotus of Doom, how's it going, Lotus? Uh, things are well. It was much more refreshing to not do that intro and screw it up this time. So, <laughs> nice work. Nailed it. Uh, I memorized it. I memorized it after years of hearing it. <laughs> You'd think I've listened to enough shows that I'd know it. Yes, yes. I'm glad you took my point there. And we are also joined by Pixie, the joy of the show, the giggling queen. How's it going, Pixie? Going great over here. Awesome to have you back. Well, I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to be back. Because apparently, if I'm not here, things go... <laughs> weird. Do <laughs> they? <laughs> I hadn't noticed. <laughs> Cannot leave you two alone. Yeah. Apparently not. We need supervision. Last yeah. time was a little too much skooma during that show. <laughs> um, so, before we begin... <clears throat> Jokes aside, I actually need to give you two a shout out because thank you for not skipping a show in my absence. <laughs> because we've been on a full streak. We've been on a full streak for a long time now. Like, and that hasn't been a thing with Tales of Tom Riel in a while. Like, for the last, I think, year, we've been like one week on, one week off. Cat, why are you on the collectibles tower? Like I, I, we had agreed that you wouldn't do that. Nope. Uh, I even put like a sheet of sandpaper on it, right? Then she—he she, can't feel comfortable. At least he, <laughs> like, even now he—he he completely like laid on it, but I can see him not being comfortable. He's like just wiggling. laying. Yeah. yeah. He's, but he's still nonetheless like. Chilling there. Why are you doing this? You it's know, feline defiance. Yep. Oh my god. Just doing it because he can. <laughs> yeah, like I, I can see him not being comfortable. Oh my goodness. Well, it is what it is. So if he jumps down from there back on the desk, there'll be a massive sound. And if I can't edit it, like if I miss it during the post editing, uh, just know that nothing fell over, everything is fine, it's just my cat <laughs> sky dropping onto the desk. Well, uh, you could edit, that. if you can't edit out the sound of it, you could edit in the sound of like a blade of woe, like as <laughs> <laughs> Make it super epic, or yeah, exactly. like an anchor dropping, like that That awesome Actually, noise. For, for, oh, no, there, there we go, he's about to jump down back on, back on the sofa. No, like, anyway. Is what it is. I'm actually gonna for the video watchers. I'm gonna move my camera to show you where he is. That, that's where he is. So there's for, a delay. Anyone, so I'm very excited yeah, to see yeah. this with everyone. <laughs> I, I I was like, yeah, there's a delay. Well, I've been uh, watching your kitty in the background too. Oh my goodness. Yeah, nothing about that looks comfortable even slightly. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds the me of the dragon. The cat is like half balanced, dangling off the side. <laughs> But glass cat, why? Just why? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. He loves. So being think up Skyrim there. dragon on word wall, and you have a good mental <laughs> yeah, image of actually, how this cat is perched that's up That's really there. accurate to what I'm looking at in <laughs> live video. Uh, 
But yeah, so uh, I I'm still getting used to recording with with the cats. Like I <laughs> the little minions. Because, see, Agilos was very good at some point about ignoring what the cats do. So he wouldn't cut the show about to talk about them. I'm not there yet. Whatever <laughs> they do, I just immediately want to talk about it. And currently, it's dangerously staying above me. One of these days, my he's cat... gonna assassinate me, but I don't know. My cat turns off my PC at random, so he's been banished what? from the room. Oh, no. Yeah, he likes to do that. Thankfully. He also likes to attack my face. <laughs> Thankfully, <laughs> they sure. haven't done anything to the PC. Well, the black one, I caught, like, pulling on the fiber optic cable on the wall. I remember. Yeah, so I, I taped it completely now. Hopefully, she won't do that again. This one just scares the living hell out of me by jumping on the chair right behind me, usually. That's <laughs> what he does. Uh, but also, yeah. JL Boozer from chat makes a valid point. I believe this Khajiit might have wares if we have coins. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if May- he sells those wares, I'm gonna be upset. Yeah, I was gonna, <laughs> those wares would also be your wares, but yeah. <laughs> are known for having sticky paws. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thankfully, he never tried like trying to get into that glass uh, collectible tower. I'm I'm glad he hasn't he hasn't understood the concept that he can try and go in there. So that's they I feel like they are safe for the moment. Anyway, uh leaving the cats aside. Oh, oh no, he's, got, he's <laughs> incoming incoming very loud audio. There we go. There we go. <laughs> I don't know how much of that was picked up by the microphone, but we are safe now. Anyway, I heard like a boy yoing yoing yoing. Back to the show. Back to the show. We yeah. have a lot to talk about, including tales and news. But before that, I want to announce that I've started a PC European mega server, Alushko's Online Guild, the Dungeon Crawler Network, because Tales of Tamriel is taken. I don't know by who. It's even possible that it's taken by me. Because I may have opened the guild at some point and then gave the guild mastership to a friend's inactive account so that one day I could reclaim it and then completely forgot about it. So it's possible I have the Tales of Tamriel name, just don't know on which account. So I have to create the guild name Dungeon Crawler Network, which is still fine and still lore friendly, so that works. But if you want to join on PC European Mega Server, let me know either in like YouTube comments, on our Discord, on Twitter, send me an email, or rather in-game mail, wherever you like, and I will invite you. Right. So, um, on to the news, because I was gonna do the news last, but let's not change the whole show structure on the fly, and... I also kind of want to talk about one certain piece of news that will be fun (laughs) and probably will tie into Tales as well, so I'm going to leave that to last. First things first, performance improvement update for update 25. It is coming in March, uh, February 24, so like 
almost just over a week from now. And it will be, that is for PC and Mac, and March 10 for the consoles. And this is the update that we will have to entirely re-download the game. The thing is, the, the advantage of it is, first, it will be a smaller download than what it is at the moment, so less space consuming on our hard drives. It will have improved load times, improved asset loading. Basically, it'll be a solid, if everything works out, If it, it will be a solid uh, performance update. It's just that we will have to download everything all over again. With that, they're also giving us a free pet, and it is a red torchbug pet. I don't know what's it called. Crimson torchbug pet, there we go. Crimson torchbug, so. yep. Adorable red glowy butt is my name for it. <laughs> Alright, that, yes. That, that works, that works. I mean, Gina did write, apparently, into the show notes, no, I mean, patch notes, uh, torch butt, so that... Yep. I suppose that, that makes it works. canon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's about it, I think, for this. So just be ready to download about, I think, what, 65 gigabytes of client yeah, with reduced it's... size. Mm -hmm. so... And if we're losing 30 on console, I believe it's 709 right now. Mm -hmm. um, so that'll bring us down to like. 709. Yeah, I was gonna say, wow, that's <laughs> like my whole hard drive. Hey, 109. So yeah. that that'll bring us down to, because we're losing 30 on console, so that'll bring us down to like 70 ish ballpark area, depending upon how precise to 30 it is. Man, can mm. you imagine a 709 gigabyte? <laughs> yeah. No. I, mean, I wouldn't be able to drop it on my SSD then because I don't have like. Yeah. No. That would be the majority of my entire PlayStation drive. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, what about the second piece of news? Man, two weeks of not doing this, and I'm all over the place already. I can't <laughs> keep track of what I'm doing. I also haven't had coffee since waking up, but... That's that's always an issue. Mm, yeah, yeah. I'm so going to crash shortly after the show, so I'm right there with you. <laughs> <laughs> So the next bit of news is the Merkmire celebration event for the anniversary of Merkmire. It starts Thursday, February 20, 10 a.m. Eastern, and will run until March 3, 10 a.m. Eastern. So about 11 days of... yeah, about 11 days, I think. And uh, it is a classic, you know, DLC celebration. You get double rewards, uh, you get event tickets. Actually, I didn't read this, so I'm just making things up now. If it's not no, it, it, you're you're still on point, even though you're making it up as you go. Yeah, you're, you're still you're still. It's weird. It's almost like there's a trend to this. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I think it's, you, we've done one yeah. of these events before. It's the classic, you know, classic celebration event. There will be a link. Like, just go to elderscrollsonline.com and you can find the news. Also, there will be a link to this in the show notes below. Um, but, yeah. So, it is the, if you want to do Black Rose Prison, it is the time to do it. At least you'll get bonus rewards for suffering through that hell. You it's... So, actually, just to double check on that, I do know you get bonus rewards 
However, I think you don't get double in one rewards. Of, yeah, that's the problem. Okay, there it is. That's what I was checking because I originally remember we were discussing that. I, I believe it was last time we were discussing some of my trials groups. We were looking to do uh, Black Rose runs with a lot of people or to see how, how much we could pull off, like burning through that and see if we could get like a three man carry group so that we could help people clear it. Uh, little, little rough. Uh, if I'm not going to be getting my <laughs> resto staff, because <laughs> I, I swear I can't get that thing. I'm really tired of black rose prison. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> that thing breaks my spirit. Uh, and I can't get that stupid staff you know what there should be like if you complete it on like veteran hard mode you should be able to pick your reward i would be, be nice. very okay with that like that's... to be fair so i would also I'll, i will preface this by saying i have not done black rose prison hard mode yet because um i don't know if you know what the hard mode is for black rose prison no but it doesn't seem that much worse oh. than just screwing it up. <laughs> it's just not doing any sigils. Oh, okay. That's all it is. You can die a well, billion I mean, times. The game yeah. doesn't get harder. The only one that really kind of blows is that res one, which is amazing. It's basically just the necro res sigil. Right. Whereas if everybody goes down, you grab that, and you just <laughs> boop, all three people are immediately up. That one is so clutch in Black Rose Prison. <laughs> um, so not having that would kind of be rough, but... If you if have a Necro healer healing, or a tank, then right. you have it by yes. default, so... You, exactly. Um, but, like, the other ones are fine. It's just... My biggest thing is... I. I unintentionally grab them sometimes in a panic situation. Oh. I'll be like, oh, somebody just threw me a shard. Oops, well, I guess we all have regen for <laughs> 20 seconds. So that's, that's I feel like, the hardest part about that. Because if you can dig your way through it, since time isn't a factor, I, I could just see, you know, that not being as bad. The bigger problem is just yeah, don't botch it. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, instead of running... 15 veteran dungeons or trials or black rose prison arena whatever and not getting your item you could die 15 times in yes. single run in hard Just, mode and I, um, yep. and get the like pick the one item you want like i'm gonna do this on hard mode i'm gonna done harder than 17 times pixie and um <laughs> and then i'm gonna pick the item i want 107 oh yeah. i'm sorry then then it's sorry sorry it's fine yeah there uh, the 10 extra is just a bit much <laughs> yeah that's too far arc <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well so, kinara know, says like 108 who are you lying <laughs> yeah. which one of you is lying because... i either missed a button click because i don't have it like auto updating from the game or Kinara died, just counted differently than me. But I believe that I died 108 times. I died a whole bunch, but it was not 117. I don't okay, know. I mean, 107 and 108, that's that's quite the leap as well. I'm just saying. <laughs> to you know, be it's fair, a big discrepancy. I don't know. 
I don't know how you keep track at that point. <laughs> I assume mods have to do it for you because I would be so disheartened. Well, the bad thing is, so even whenever I'm not streaming, I find that every single time I die, like I go to like my off monitor to try to hit the death counter increase button, even though it's not there and I'm not streaming. So awesome. it's just kind of automatic for the most part at this point. Otherwise, chat just yells at me, you missed one. And then I just increase it by two the next time. Well, at least you put a death counter yourself. It was my chat who was like, put a death counter, we want to we wanna do it. <laughs> and every time I die, they'd be like, ha death ad. <laughs> they were enjoying it. Ah. Scale caller peak is what made me add a death counter. I remember I was running it with Jibs and Cash from the Lore Seekers. <laughs> and I died so many times. I brought it up the next day to my partner. I was like... I need to find a way to keep track of this. <laughs> and then I started doing some research and I found Streamlabs. Will, the Streamlabs will let you add a death counter. I'm, like, I'm totally doing this. Yo, yeah. I, I, I'm taking a page out of that book. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, hold on. Hold on. One second. There yep. we go. Okay. So my driver, like Focusrite, just borked again for like a second. And oh made all audio crackly, so I just fixed that real quick because I forgot it go. set in the in voice meter. I just removed it from selection of devices, and it's fine. I mean, we do have we do all have our uh, local recordings on for the, this specific reason. <laughs> so there's that. On the flip side, now you sound crackly to me with what yeah. I've changed. How is this? <sighs> <laughs> Welcome to the dumpster fire. It has begun. Is it is it fine now? Nope. No. Okay, I'm just you gonna change robot. the. Hold on, no, 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 wait. I know what to do. Jumbo already got to, Mr. Robot. I'm just gonna change my input device. Oh no, my input device is focused right as well. Interesting. E oh, this is not. Like, see. Oh, no, not. Now you're okay. <laughs> okay, well. I just better. selected the Discord input device again. <laughs> And Personally, I liked how Pixie and I became your settings. Yeah. <laughs> Just briefly on stream. Here's the thing: like, when the my microphone borks, and when it's not channeled through voice meter, because I stopped doing that at the after our last disaster with half a show of me being crackly as heck. Um, but. Well, if it now crackles, I have no idea why it does that. So, so I was like, hold on, that's not good. E even though, like, <laughs> Pixie and I could hear it crackling, apparently chat says you sound totally fine. So it's it's literally Discord on our end somehow. Yeah. See, this is why audio is oh, magic. Oh, no. Yep, no because there it came back. <laughs> like, on our end, you kind of sound... Like, Crackly? I have to sacrifice, I think, seven guars at the beginning of every <laughs> Now, let's to... not go doing anything rash, like sacrificing no, precious this, guar. Yeah, it's, I, so I you know to... those fans that are yes. like, the, it sounds like you're speaking into a fan. Yep. Right but now. If chat says you're fine, then I, that's really all. Because you're totally, you, I, we, I can hear you fine. Like, it's just weird. Uh, but I can understand yeah. you. It's not like I can't understand what you're saying. So if chat says you're fine, then we'll go with this isn't the first time this has ever happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Yep, so I was going to say, Ark right, is, yeah. yep, Chats you're is apparently good. So we're not going to worry about it. You'll yeah. just be a robot to us. 
Okay, back to news. Back to news. I, yes. To, I don't even know how we got here. Um, Go on, RoboArk. <laughs> yeah. So, Herald Storm DLC hits uh, with update 25. Wait, what did you just say that broke Pixie again? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I just said RoboArk, and all I could oh. think of was that ridiculous... <laughs> Casual Rangers gif. When Casual Ranger was here, and we he had the, um, I'm pretty sure we posted that online with the RoboCop yeah. gif. Just like, yep. That's what pops into my brain, and I just couldn't get out of Correct. that headspace for a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Howlstorm DLC, it's February 24 as well for PC and March 10 for consoles. It's the dungeon so DLC and the beginning of the Dark Art of Skyrim saga, and we'll get to we'll get to play it finally. As for the final news, this is either one of you is going to talk about this because I ha- I've seen it, I haven't played it. Okay. So in honor of Valentine's Day, Bethesda released. Or Zenimax Online release. I don't know which one actually sat down. I think and it was Zenimax. This. I think like, it's I don't the know studio. Who, I don't know themselves. who allocated resources to this. <laughs> uh, but in in honor of Valentine's Day, they released sort of a flash game called Smolder Scrolls Online. <laughs> so good. I love it. All right. Walk people through what is Smolder Scrolls Online. Uh, do, do you want to take it away, Pixie, or do you want me to describe it? Because I think we also played through different characters, so we've also got that I played through going. all the characters. Went, okay, so you went through all of them, because I just had time to do Darien, um, and I'm, I'm, I want to do the other two uh, well, after, afterwards. I didn't have time to do it yesterday, but as soon as I woke up this morning, I was like, I need to try this. I have to. And it works on mobile people, so if you haven't done it yet, you can pull out your phone right now, and it will work just fine. It's just tiny little hitboxes. They don't accidentally click the wrong thing. So you have the choice between romancing Razumdar, Darian, or Naryu. And they are all three amazing in their own special way. So the first one I went through is Darien, everyone's favorite heartthrob. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it goes very much as you would expect it to go with Darien. He ends up shirtless at some point. There's bread involved when you successfully romance him. Instead of hearts appearing on the screen, there's many loaves of bread. <laughs> the loaves of bread <laughs> flying at the screen was like the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> It was amazing. And then the ending, like, text is that he loafs you, and that was just incredible, and I loved that so much. Imagine writing a... So there are people who are, like, story writers, content writers, character writers, and a bunch of writers, and designers in other, uh, Zenimax Online, right? Imagine writing a character like Darien Gutierrez, right? Yeah, he is, like, he is all charming and whatnot, um, but he's also this great warrior who fights for, at some point, Meridia fights against Meridia, fight against Moloch Ball, sacrifices himself. He's this amazing warrior, like, charming character and whatnot. <clears throat> and the most famous thing he is known for, loaf of bread. <laughs> loaf of bread. <laughs> it's It's so funny, and just... The way the dialogue is written, 
is so well designed. Like, it's just, it's just funny. Like, when he uncorks the bottle of wine with his yes. teeth and traces your face with his eyes, I'm like, who wrote this? It's so needlessly descriptive, and I love it. Whoever wrote it at Zenimax needs a raise, because yes. that was incredible. I Kudos was to the team for that. It's so good. So then the next person I wrote in, romance was actually Roz, but he was my favorite, so I'm saving him for last. Okay. Naru was the last person I went for, and she was amazing. Also slightly terrifying, but I feel like <laughs> that's kind of what you're expecting with Naru. There's a knife like at some now. point, mm-hmm. and it was just incredible. Really well done. I laughed my at- my butt off, and mm. it was really, really, really great. Uh Hopefully you can edit that out. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got fine. too excited. That one wasn't even that bad. Yeah, it's so okay. totally still it's crushing okay. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, and so second, I went to my boy Roz. So as we all know, I am an old Mary Dominion fangirl, and I am just so in love with Rosamdar. So I started romancing him. He did the whole play coy. Oh, I just pretended we were married to the innkeeper. And he was just so smooth. I was like, this is so perfect and so on point for who Razumdar is. And I loved it so much. It was incredible. Roz loves me. I am the apple of his eye, even though he is the queen's eye. (laughs) And it just made me so happy. (laughs) I love the game. I kind of want to play it again tomorrow. Yep. Strong recommendation if you haven't tried it. It's, like we said, it's free. It's just on the site. It's pretty much promoted everywhere because everybody's found it pretty entertaining. Um, but yeah, it's a great little Flash game. <laughs> also, it really is. Yeah. Just from, like, the whole perspective of how do you know when a team just has fun with what they're doing? When they come up with something like that out of left field. Like, that's not making them money. I mean, it's sort of a promotional thing, because it's, like, making a reference to the game Mm -hmm. itself. Like, that's fine. But at the same time, it's like, that's not even, like, a money-based thing. Mm -hmm. It's like, this is just a side project that somebody obviously was like, yeah, this would be really funny, and people would probably laugh at this, so let's do this thing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, that's the end of our news, and... Um, also, Pixie, did you just click on something? I, so I clicked my mute button because I was having a coughing fit, and that's what that noise was. Okay. I figured it'd be easier to... So, strangely, your mute button, before muting, (laughs) makes this loud clicky noise. I'm so sorry. And I've been trying to figure it out. (laughs) Editing the show, I was like, there's this, like... That's pretty sound. funny because I was thinking that that was a cat like coming in for the kill. <laughs> I just assumed that's what that was. So now that I'm aware that it's a mute button, ironically, <laughs> it's like this very specific sound that never changes. It's always like the waveform audio is solid. It's like every time, but it's on on random times. There's this. <laughs> sound in pixie's audio i've been meaning to ask what it is now i know i'm so sorry it's the mute button that also makes a sound (laughs) i just realized that there's a mute button in discord so i'm going to try to remember that that's a thing but it's so close to leave call that i don't know 
That's not that, gonna work yeah. because you are recording oh. on Audacity. Yep. You're right. Yeah. I messed that one up once before too because I started <laughs> to cough. Panic tried to mute one episode. It was when I was sick. And then when I hit the mute button, I'm like, oh, it doesn't even matter because it's still just coughing into the mic on our personal recordings. Which no, but wait, need to be your mute button on your microphone should mute the entire microphone. Yeah, I, so the problem was my instinct is to hit the thing on screen. Uh, yeah, my that, mute yeah, button, not gonna... like, not muted, not muted. Oh, yeah, that and was now, muted. Yeah. I, we have the same. <laughs> we have the same microphone. Why yep. does yours not make a noise, but mine makes a noise? <laughs> but mine I do makes have to press mine loud. like three times. <laughs> so I realized earlier in the show that I had coughed and I don't think I muted because whenever I went to hit the button again, it was not muted. So mine, I also have to like pay very close attention to whether or not it's muted, but mine also makes a very obnoxious noise whenever I actually mute the thing. <laughs> so I You're don't understand. No matter what. I'm so sorry, Ark. I know it's a pain. Oh, no, it's a, I figured see, it'd be easier than coughing. Thing. You don't have to worry about muting because I go through our all of our audios from start to finish anyway. So I can edit out the coughs and like sneezes, whatever, any sounds. Don't worry about it. Yes. Relax. You ve- yeah, I was going to okay. say, you've become quite the uh, battle mage of sound quality, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, been say I, I don't think it's battle mage. It's more like a barbarian. Way of editing, just bludgeon it. Just yeah, like two hammers, and and the audio. It's ah <laughs> uh, okay. Um, what we were yeah right tails. Now we can get so to tails. Get... That was the yeah, yeah NFR. Um, Why don't you, you go both first, have since you actually yeah okay I'll just... go first because yeah, we both you, have been MIA, so I'm frustrating your update. Yeah, you... we'll we'll listen to. You guys suffering after me. <laughs> First, we are going to listen to my suffering because I've been playing ESO. I've been playing ESO. Now, remember a few weeks back when I was actually on the show, I was um, whining about not having gold, right? Uh, and yep. I need gold because there will be great houses with Greymore, hopefully. So I'll be, bu- I'll be buying them and I'll be decorating them. You need gold for that. So what I did, I actually checked my um, crafting bag, and apparently I had a million gold worth of gold materials just sitting in there. Uh, so I sold them, bought some bank spaces. I now I think I have like 700k gold again. Uh, so do your writs, definitely. This is just mm-hmm. me doing writs every now and then on four characters, two of which is low level. So, if you have a lot of characters, do your writs. If it made me this much gold, like if you're doing writs on multiple characters regularly, it will probably make you rich. So that's out of the way, I've been wanting to talk about that. Uh, So I've been actually getting back into ESO. I'm trying to stream weekdays here on the Dungeon Crawler Network Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Dungeon Crawler Network, we wait you here. and add some like gameplay streams throughout the week as well, and I do that with at the moment Elder Scrolls Online. So what I do obviously when I stream Elder Scrolls Online is pug dungeons because why not? And the first time <laughs> I do like I- I've been MIA from the game for a while, as we all know, and the first time I jump back in to actually play the game, 
and do like, okay, let's pug some dungeons. Random veteran, Bloodroot Forge. <laughs> Nailed it. At that point, like, I'm in the loading screen and I'm like, oh, goodness me, Lord, no, no, please. No. I'm like, I'm having all the flashbacks of being stuck in there for like 10 hours. Everything is going through my mind. Like, this is not how I get back to the game. This is now how it's supposed to be. Finn, damn it, Finn. It's like everything. <laughs> I load in and they're at the last boss, which scares me even further because <laughs> if the tank left in the last boss of Bloodroot Forge, things are scary. It's like, oh no, what happened? How many hours have they been in here that the tank left? <laughs> So we start, I go there, we start, we start trying the hard mode at first, which I haven't even completed yet. I don't have Bloodroot, Bloodroot Forge is like my, my nemesis dungeon. Like it's, it's the one that, because there's so much going on. There's lava, there are three bosses that have two different attacks that will one shot you if you miss it. Oh, you gotta block, you gotta dodge roll. crackers. Yeah, you, like you gotta run around. There's lava everywhere, and at some point I'm like, where do I go? What do I do? What is happening? <laughs> and then I get stoned, it's like, what? I can barely see the boss's attacks, because amidst all that chaos, there's like the friendly AoEs, there's lava, there's fire spewing everywhere. I'm trying to resource manage, so I'm like watching my stamina and health bar down below. And the boss only has a very simple visual cue about one-shotting you it's like so it has two attacks one has an animation they raise their hand and like there is a couple like two to three seconds delay and you see that and you can dodge roll but if you don't time the dodge roll right you'll still get hit whether if you are too early or too late but <clears throat> but there's another attack i don't know if this is a bug or if it's actually one of their different attacks, there's no almost no animation. It's like, it skips the first three seconds of the animation. I don't know if it's due to my latency, if it's a bug, if it's, I don't know what it is. I have a clip of this as well, just being frustrated. Back when I was in there for eight hours, <laughs> it's like, look, it doesn't do the animation. And I love to see that because now I'm kind of curious because I mean they do have a couple attacks there's like the little poke thing and then the heavy thing you're talking about is the anvil cracker which that'll just ruin you yeah that deals like 80k damage and the only oh, way yeah, I that, can... that thing is yeah. outrageous so, <laughs> at full block mitigation it takes out half my hell it still deals like 20 25k oh, yeah. damage oh yeah. yeah if I don't like, the only way I can get out of that with full health is the Undaunted Bone Shield, Igneous Shield, mm -hmm. and the new uh, damage shield from Absorb Magica from One-Handed Shield. If all of them are active at the same time, I take the hit, and I manage to stay full health. Mm -hmm. So... But, like, that, that attack is, like, it's instant. It's like, the boss is, like, twitches... And then I lose half my health. It's like, what? What just happened? So I have to almost block all the time because there are, by the end of that fight, there are three of these bosses. <clears throat> like big, medium, small. And if the DPS is not as our group with, with uh, Drunkmorns, they don't die. 
they're just hammering me down all throughout like 10 minutes. I'm like trying to resource my, well, manage yeah, my juggling resources. Yeah, three of them is, is brutal. You've got, no matter what, it's like people have to be able to get down to at least two. Be, yeah. No matter how good you are, you can only sustain three of those uh, mm. amalgams for so long. They are so, savage. Exactly. That is why it's not a good dungeon to pug. And <clears throat> at some point we decide not to do hard mode, but then I realize we are still sort of doing the hard mode. Because no one is using the the thing that gets rid of the lava. It's like, okay. we are Don't not doing hard mode, hard but mode. everywhere is on fire anyway. It's like, what? why are we not doing the hard mode then? It's, ah. Uh, eventually I finish it. Eventually I finish it. But the problem is, it was the pledge. And the thing is, I joined at the last boss. So I don't, oh, no. I didn't finish the pledge. Yep. So I had to queue again. What do I get? Obviously, Bloodroot Forge. So I run Bloodroot Forge again, and we go to the last boss again, and it's again like, what do I do? Where do I go? Everyone's on fire. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, eventually, we finished that as well. And uh, I was like, okay, yeah, calling it a day at this point. Um, and yesterday, uh, this was, I think, on Wednesday. Yeah. And yesterday, I did... Pledges with, with uh, Ugo and Geo from Drunkenborns. And then I thought, okay, let's, before I finish, let's do some battlegrounds, right? I haven't done battlegrounds in a while. Apparently, I've lost my resistance about how I feel about Max Orcs. Now, I've talked about this so many times on, on Tales about my frustration about Max Orcs and their bolt escape. And after a while, I stopped talking about it, even though I kept doing Battlegrounds, because apparently I grew a resistance, and I was like... I was just waiting for Pixie to type. I'm <laughs> sorry, keyboards. I meant to mute. No, it's, fi it's fine. I'll, I'll, again, I'll edit it out. Um, sorry. But, like, it's... So I started doing this. First, I got this... Nightblade, right? I'm rocking Mechanical Acuity, Zanscale Color uh, Monster Set, and Meridia's Blessing. Now, it's not the best in slot combination, but it's, it works a little bit, right? You are still a little bit tanky and you have burst damage. Every time, so this guy jumps out of being invisible, starts hammering me, um, or rather stabbing me because he was dual wield. And I turn around, and I hit him twice, and his health drops immediately, and he just goes back to being invisible. Returns full health, couple seconds later, we repeat the same process. He goes invisible, returns couple seconds later, full health, we repeat the process. Returns couple seconds later, full health, repeat the process. Zahn connects to him, he goes invisible, Zahn breaks, he's in my line of sight, he's in front of me, like, I am mid-hammer swing, and he goes invisible, I'm like... How is this? I mean, I understand you're a Nightblade, but I, like, come on. So he goes invisible, returns a couple seconds later, he's in, uh, like full health. So we keep doing this back and forth, back and forth, back and forth for a while. I'm frustrated, and eventually he kills me. Because I'm not really good at managing chaos, especially when I get frustrated. I'm like button smashing at that point. And we lose that round. 
I'm fine. I'm like, okay, Night Blades. Yeah, I always hated Night Blades. It's fine. <laughs> I join another round of Battlegrounds. They're like, everyone is bolt escaping. I start hitting someone. They bolt escape. And I just, you know, bolt escape has that uh, immobilization. You just drop to the ground. You're like crouching for whatever reason. Yeah, you take a knee for some reason. Yeah, you, you suddenly <laughs> take a knee. Like, oh, mighty bolt escape. I'm yeah. Ah, sure. oh, arrow right in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I start hitting someone. Bolt escape. I'm on the ground. They are far away. And I have to either critical rush or start running. And then they bolt escape again. I critical rush to them, I use talons to ground them, it doesn't matter, they can bolt escape through talons, it just breaks it, they bolt escape. I run to the other way, they bolt escape, There's, it's like max Orcs, it's like flying around like crazy, and every time someone, because there's two opponent teams, like, and there are several max Orcs, and at some point I was like in the middle of the battlegrounds, just taking a knee, non-stop, because... Constantly a max orc would fly over me with the bolt escape and I was like on the ground break like uh, Break free up on the ground again like what does crowd immunity crowd control immunity not work on on uh, Bolt escape because I don't think it does because I use immobile potions and I still get I still take an E when someone bolt escapes so when there are several max orcs flying around it's like I'm gonna hit you. Oh, no, I'm gonna take a knee. Break free. Oh, no, I'm gonna take another knee. Break free. Oh, no, no. Taking a knee. No. And then suddenly, the guy you are hitting turns invisible as well on top of this. Ah! Uh, so, yeah. You could say I lost my temper just a little bit in Battlegrounds yesterday. Am I gonna go there anytime soon? I do not know. Probably tomorrow. Ah. <sighs> I hate Max Orcs. If anyone is playing a Max Orc, I'm sorry, but I hate your guts in Battlegrounds. It's just, it is what it is. Strong I... thumbs down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Reloads shotgun with malicious intent, like in Doom. <laughs> it's like bolt escaping. Okay. <laughs> Bring in the Doom Marine. <laughs> it is a better the game. Hey, it's Still I counts. was gonna say, it's still on brand. Yeah. New <laughs> comes out soon. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was my tales. Just happy thoughts, you know, all in all. Yep. Just, just chill, chill gameplay. Like, that's been deep my Deep breathing game. and meditation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Deep thoughts like in Sijik's skill line, you know. <laughs> oh, there was this guy too. Like, this was before. I think it was Monday or the last week. So... Like, I'm hitting this guy, and he just runs for a bit, and he starts med meditating, completely restores all of his resources by the <laughs> time I get to him, because everybody is fast except Dragon Knights, apparently. Like, Night Blades <laughs> run fast, um, Sorcerers Bolt Escape, even Templars, somehow they run faster than I do. Like, I, it might be a set <laughs> or something, I don't know, but... Everyone is fast, and then there is me, the bulky Norch, just trying to catch up with everyone. <laughs> and by the time I get to any combat, half my stamina is gone to sprinting. So it's like, I start hammering someone down, but then I don't have any resources. And I'm, they both escape. And it's like, I don't even have, a, have resources to catch up with you now. So I just wait there for them to just 
like start throwing spells at me. I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna tank this now. It's fine. Ah, <laughs> uh, so yeah. All right, so let's let. I was gonna say. So the moral of that story was bolt escape. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm gonna bolt moral escape of that out story of this is... game. <laughs> Pixie's making a sork. Yeah. <laughs> so Kenya Rain Chat says Vertikinira. If Ark is in battlegrounds with you, just alt F4 for yourself. <laughs> and stay away from Ark if you're a max orc. Please stay away from Ark if you're a max orc. Yes, I support this. Like, go yeah. bolt escape someone else. Just like, I love. Other fighting other dragon knights in in battlegrounds because they can't do anything like that like me They're like stuck. Well, They're slow. That is true. We do get a lot of flack though for being so obnoxiously durable though That's, that's yeah, one of the see big that's beautiful. Is... You just two dragon. Well, knights, no, I love it Both sword and shield <laughs> you just start facing yourself in battlegrounds and in one corner for the 15 minute duration You just hit yourself like I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill you. and you just heal yourself you are both like having spikes going all over you. You're dropping damage shields. No one's doing damage. It's it's fun. No one's bolt escaping. No one's going invisible. You just, both of you are just undead, but you are doing it without annoying anybody else. Because that... you're not make like if anyone wants, they can ignore you. Like they can which people actually do to me because I don't deal much damage. I'm mostly <laughs> tanky builds. At some yeah. point, they just start ignoring me. I'm like running around the <laughs> battleground, like no one's attacking me, no one's paying attention. I'm trying to help, but I don't do anything. It's like, hello, I'm here as well. Attack me, attack me. I'm a tank. <laughs> and obviously, no one cares. Yeah. Uh. I'm contributing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm quite. That works People are just only pushing like... you out of the way, running into <laughs> yeah. battle around you. <laughs> that only works when I'm. When it's like Chaos Ball or Captured Relic. Like, it is annoying. I am annoying in Captured Relic. Because I can stay on top of the Captured Relic, like, just bash people. So no mm -hmm. one gets it. Yep. That I can do. But other than that, it's like, yeah, that's pretty much it. Right, so I was gonna say, let's have some chill, uh, Happy Thoughts Tales after <laughs> this. But I don't think neither of you have that. <laughs> nope, not really. <clears throat> I'm, you know I'm who you're gonna, talking to, obviously. Yeah, I'm still gonna go with Pixie because yours, Lotus, is... It's just wrong, <laughs> man. It's just wrong. It's, Pixie, take it away. Mine are significantly less bad than Lotus. I can come out of the gate and say that. Mine are not nearly as exciting as his. Uh, so I do have to say that, so you being ignored as a tank, I was told in chat that tank tanks like all the attention on them. And that they're attention hogs, and that's why that's they pull true. everything. So I see why it's difficult for you. <laughs> because I was tanking tonight, and that's the majority of my tales. Yesterday, er, no, sorry, yesterday I was not actually playing because I was doing Valentine's Day stuff. So Thursday, I actually took another crack at Vet Scale Caller P card mode. Once again, did not complete <laughs> that. <laughs> I only died about 20 times so it wasn't really that bad it was just that time constraints i had to go to bed it was just really really hard rng was really screwing us super bad like there was one time we did really really good the rest of the times we just died real quick um 
there was a moment that was really, really awesome. I was in a preformed group with people that I knew from my guild, and they actually let me get a selfie with the troll bosses, and that was amazing. Just letting the healer just pull everything. We died, but everyone was cool with it because I got a fun picture out of it, <laughs> which is when I discovered that the true end game of ESO is not trials, it's not dungeons, it's not even fashion or housing, it is fun screenshots with bosses. <laughs> That is the true end game of Elder Scrolls Online, as declared by me. So, <laughs> so the pictures tonight. we took along the way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so tonight, I uh, I forget what it was. Either I raided into him, or I just so happened to catch him live. Bron Solo from the Sons of Sithis podcast was playing on a DK who was an Argonian who was totally flame atroed out. Like, he had the flame atro skin, he had the flame atro wolf mount, I'm like, oh my god, I have the exact polar opposite. I have the crystal frost skin and the ice atronach wolf mount. We are complete opposites of each other. I even have the ice atro pet and he had the flame atro pet. We need to do something together, like, now. And we need a photo shoot. So that's what, ha- what like, sparked me tanking tonight because my Argonian is a tank. So I get on there and he actually respect a healer on a Dragon Knight. I was like, this is going to be really interesting. I've never ran with a Dragon Knight healer before other than a mediocre maestro one time. It's been a while. Um, so we, we ran a random vet. It went great. No issues. Other than the last boss in Tempest Island, we had a little bit of a hiccup there because I accidentally hard-moded because I thought it was a just a regular lore book scroll, <laughs> and I read it and just <laughs> mashed E real quick, and I'm like, well, guys, I guess we're doing hard-mode now, and then we just kind of failed the hard-mode. So... You're like, you know what, let's just... Well, actually, we're going to do the hard-mode the next time because we got it really close, but someone's warden bear pulled... And so we're just like, we'll just kill it this time and just move on with our lives. So we killed it. And I asked them, I was like, so do you want to do March of Sacrifices on normal, which I feel very confident tanking? Or do we want to just see how many times we die in vet? And they voted for vet. So me as a noob tank went into vet March of Sacrifices we got through the triplets boss actually pretty well. I died a couple of times, but they were able to res me, and we cleared that pretty quickly. We get to the Spriggan boss, however, and we just died and died and died. And it turns out that part of the large part of the reason why we were dying is I was only looking, like, I was pulling everything, but only paying attention to the actual Spriggan and just getting annihilated by the heavy <laughs> attacks from the lurchers. <laughs> <laughs> To which I kept yelling, kill the lurkers, and people in chat got very nervous. And so <laughs> we we finally, we, we got good at killing the lurchers, but then we realized we had to synergize, and then it was just too much, and then it was time for tail, so we didn't finish. But I do want to tank that and beat that on bed at some point, because I have beaten it on bed on my healer, and I need to beat it on another roll. Yeah, that is but, a rough tank test. Yeah. yeah. But once you actually do tank match of sacrifices there's like you are good to go for most of the dlc dungeons there's like a yeah, that, that makes that you feel better yeah that, is... that are harder than harder mm-hmm. than that that does make me feel a lot better because my pride was crushed a little bit <laughs> whatever i just had no idea what i was doing and i just had 
all of these lurchers, and they just really liked to hit me, and it killed yeah. me in one shot for, like, <laughs> 50k. And I was like, no, please, no more. <laughs> <laughs> for me, the I, toughest I, one is Moon Hunter Keep, I think. The werewolf one. I've done Moon that one on my tank on normal. Yeah, that that is pretty dicey on vet. Especially, a lot of people have issues with the uh, courtyard what, uh, wolf yeah. mother thing. Mm. That, I mean, I okay. So let me preface this by saying I haven't run this recently, but my uh, my old team when we used to just do obnoxious stuff, um, there was one thing about that one that I did not like. So <clears throat> if you kill the wardens, she becomes less enraged. The wolf queen there. Um. So you got to keep the wardens in check. Well, mm. our theory was, what if we just don't kill any wardens? And let's see how hard oh, they no. can hit me. So I believe it, it was either six or eight wardens were up. And we were annoyed. She doesn't just become enraged. She becomes invincible. Oh. Like her, <laughs> her bar just does not take damage. And it just turns gold like she's in an immunity phase. And oh, she no. hits for, I think she was hitting me through block for like 116k. Whoa. And I'm like, oh okay, God. screw you. Like, that's not fun. <laughs> it's like, you called our bluff and beat the hell out of us. <laughs> well, there is one so. way to not get that. Like, the magma shell is the only way. Yes. And so it's Man, funny I because... Man, I love magma shell. I, I do too, and I hope they never I hope they never change it. Yeah. Uh, unless they want to make it stronger. Uh, <laughs> True. But yeah, because I, I have survived through that laser grid thing and frost vault. I've I, I'll wait. Just, what? If you they, should not. Oh be yeah. Able to. If, you even can, with magma shell, you should not be able to go to. Oh man, laser. nope. Brings me down to thirty-two percent health, which one just seems like nothing about it works it either does three percent damage or it kills you because it's a mechanic somehow <laughs> in that one it brings me down to 32 percent health it was like that, equ- that that literally didn't go to any of the qualifications of this skill yeah. but whatever <laughs> that is so a- that might be a glitch because as a so okay so the laser <clears throat> okay we can actually calculate how much damage the laser can do how much health did you have uh, I usually walk around. I think I have thirty nine seven. Thirty nine seven. Is, okay, forty. I, I, I think we are gonna say forty. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's around forty k. Three percent of forty is forty k. That is twelve k. Wait, no. Twelve hundred. Okay. Twelve. Okay, so twelve hundred. Yeah. So that should do twelve hundred damage. No, wait. Forty k. Hold on, I. Uh, that sounds right. Three percent of that. Oh, not plus. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I, I'm. I'm very lost with all of this. Okay, math. yeah, twelve hundred. It's too late okay. Yeah, twelve hundred. So as a forty k health, as a forty k health dragon knight. <laughs> since magma shell caps the damage you can take at a time to three percent of your max health, you can only take one point two k damage from a single attack. Now, if it dropped you to, like, 30% health, you were dropped to, like, 12k health, which means you took 28-ish k damage from just being in the laser for one second. Yeah, as that it passes through me. That means in one second, you got hit about 20 times by the laser. 
<laughs> that is a lot of ticks of damage. Yeah, so it, I suppose the laser, if, if Magma Shell actually allows you to survive the laser, the laser doesn't, isn't a mechanic, like, if you collide with this, you are, like, is dead equals true. It's not, it doesn't right. work like Instead, <laughs> it, it deals you 20, how did, well, I forgot my calculation. So 1,200 damage, but the ticks are just like, bah, 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 No, 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 1,200 to... damage is the damage you take. Only the 3% of it is 1,200 damage. Oh, well, right. it caps it, but yeah. So basically, right, it so that, does deal more, yeah, it does deal more than 1,200 <laughs> damage at the very least, because we can't calculate how much because the damage is capped. Right. So 20 times in one second. It, yeah, so it's basically ticking me just freakishly fast. Yeah. In that brief period that it burns through me. Because that's one of the few things that, um, like with all the, the weirdness of that dungeon, and I've blocked the lasers and I've jumped over the lasers, none of that's consistent. Yeah, no. Um, whereas... The magma shell, if things are going to hell, that I totally have been able to do on command. Like, mm. I, and again, I kind of don't. You know what? I actually, strike this from the podcast. Fan, don't listen to this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't fix this. I need this. <laughs> and honestly, for so. lasers, I've see running frost vault again with pugs because why not? Lasers were never a problem for me. I, it's always that I am the only one who survives the lasers. Yeah, I know. That's the problem. Because it's, even so if... Sometimes yeah. I'll try to res. Like, if people are dead, and if it's on laser phase, I'll just say the hell with it. And mm. I'll stand in the lasers while <laughs> trying to res somebody. No, the thing is, so, even if people do the mechanic right, the squishies, the DPS, they can't take the damage from the AoE attack of the Dwarven Sephirs. Yes. The, the, and because brutal. you're all bundled up in a small area due to lasers, they just get mm -hmm. hit and they die every yep. time. It's like, I try my best with like igneous shields, barrier, whatever to keep them alive. They just die. So I take, I keep on like hold on to my um, ultimate and then once the laser phase ends, I start running to these electric balls that mm -hmm. explode and kill the ads. So I kill as many ads as I can with the balls and I start raising people. <sighs> so the only thing I can suggest, I don't know how we devolved into advanced tactics on DLC torture dungeons, but uh, yeah. <laughs> this is quite a tangent. <laughs> uh, but the only other thing I will note that we did kind of utilize is like... Uh, another method for sort of helping now it will only help one other person on the team but if you guard one of the squishiest people or prioritize the healer so that no matter what the healer won't go down if you guard that person whatever that skill like is from the yeah support skill I don't think it's assault yeah yeah that, thank you just tag one of them with it now granted you're going to be soaking 30 percent, 35 percent of their damage as well i think it is so you're going to really need to pay attention to your resources, but at the same time, it can make things a little easier, at least for one other person. I've done that with a healer before, just to make sure everybody stays up. I've just kind of linked to them, and I was like, well, I'll just get abused harder. But if you can stay up, you can, one, heal my extra abuse, and two, keep up the people who are actually completing this. Mm -hmm. 
So yeah, I mean, see one one another thing is people like don't do the mechanic about killing the ads with the electric bolts. Like if you have high super high DPS, it's fine. Um, but if you don't, the only way to keep the ads in check is by jumping on those suicide bolts so the ads die. Mm -hmm. I can't do it as a tank because if I move to the corner to blow up a ball and then the boss follows me. Oh yeah. The laser phase is impossible is a to survive. So I got to <laughs> stay in the middle. Nightmare. But mm -hmm. the DPS like I can keep them alive. I have damage shields, I have as you said guard, but they just got to jump on those balls like yeah. you know. It's otherwise it can be Again, if you have enough deep range DPS that you can just kill the ads where they stand, it's fine. Oh, for uh, sure. But otherwise, otherwise, that's the only way to get through it. And I have other Frost Vault. Like, I, I think I've done Frost Vault Laser Boss specifically for six hours nonstop with a pug group. Oof. And at that point, I had already completed the dungeon in veteran like several times. This was just like, mm -hmm. I'm going to do it with pugs. And then I had to suffer through six hours of laser boss in Frostwald with, I don't know that how, many, how many group members changed there. It was like, I think we went through 10 people by the time we got through it. It was insane. Uh. So, yeah. We I, devolved into a DLC. Yeah, that, that is topic, but anything so else? Pixie? I don't know how that got off on yeah Pixie's tail. So what else? Pixie? <laughs> I don't know how that devolved into us talking about that. Sorry. So the only other quick mention, as Kinara in chat here said, so Kinara was actually one oh, of the unlucky on. souls. Oh. You are complete. Say something. Some I'm talking. Oh, okay, there you your, go. Yeah, Not your back. voice it, just went it away went completely for a, for a lot. Yeah. Oh no! Okay. <laughs> it might be the time where we do the Discord reset thing. Because, oh god. Yeah. Cross okay. your fingers, everybody. <laughs> do I need to press a button? <laughs> uh, no, so what, what's going to happen is because after like. So the first one or two hours of our Discord calls are always almost perfect. But after that time, people start to like blank out in in audio for some reason oh i don't know why that the only happens. thing i want to mention is the last time we did do this because this actually was very effective for a while but the last time we tried this <laughs> your computer hard blue screen oh you're correct <laughs> yeah everything had crashed <laughs> and i now think that's, that's why we were just stopped doing that because we're like yeah. well now what do we choose is worse like do we drown ourselves or electrocute ourselves which is worse like right that is that is true let's not do it <laughs> i mean the audio will be fine anyway for the recorded version sure but it's, it was just for live version the, the podcast yeah, I... listeners are probably like so every time so during the live show we talk about like oh no you lost your audio oh no you got robotic you know, oh, my... all sorts of these things and then and podcast listeners, uh, like the audio forum listeners probably are like, what the, what, what are the, you? So, yeah, <laughs> why do they spend so much time talking about, oops, sorry, this is broken. Oop, oh, that, this, this. <laughs> Whereas live chat is just like, oh yeah, they're on fire all the time. That's just what they do. <laughs> the recorded version sounds totally different. 
This is why, uh, if you want to catch us live, you can do so 11 p.m. Eastern Saturday on twitch.tv slash Dungeon Crawler Network. A fine plug for the dumpster. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of dumpster fires, uh, I decided, because I was urged on by people in voice chat and in Twitch chat, that even though one of our members of the group was only CP150, I should totally bring them into Vet Scale, not Scale Caller, Vet March of Sacrifices with us as a noob tank. And so Kinara here in chat got drugged through a dungeon that he was horrifically unprepared for just <laughs> because he's, he's fairly new to the game. And I'm so sorry. That is... That is a rough experience, I would imagine. <laughs> no, 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 but here's the thing. You can't just, like, if you want someone to learn how to swim, you gotta just throw them into the ocean, you know? That's how it works, right? I mean, yeah. if you want someone to learn the game, just throw them into Finn's nightmare realm, and they'll most definitely love the game. It'll be yeah, fine. It's, no, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, like, Finn's... Yeah, I, Finn's realm of nightmares and suffering is the is the best place in Elder Scrolls Online. For anyone who doesn't know, Finn is the lead dungeon designer of um, of Elder Scrolls Online. He creates all these frustrating, like soul eating. I don't know. It's deadly. It's I. I hate you, Finn. <laughs> but I love you. But I also hate you. F you, Finn. Yeah, solid. Then, Did also have shout like out a, to yeah. Go ahead. So shout out to Kinara really quick. He was so awesome a couple weeks ago. It was his first night ever trying a trial ever, and Ooh. we drug him into Cloudrest Plus Two. Yeah, why and he not? Did All right, fantastic. <laughs> that's that's one way to get accustomed to trials. <laughs> he did great. We cleared it. It was fantastic. Well, there you go. <laughs> Well, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's fun when you suffer. So I don't know if you are playing this right, Kinara. Like, it's <laughs> if you are doing this right, then you are doing this wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I think Finn at some point had like a engraved plate of hashtag fu Finn object yes. or something like that. Didn't he have that like on his desk? He, he if not, I hope he makes one. Yeah, yeah, Finn, if you're listening to this, and if you don't have it, you need to get an engraved frame of hashtag FUFin. I believe he mentioned once that he does have a wooden, uh, like, you know how people have, like, those little wooden words that mm-hmm. they keep on their yeah. desk, like, life and stuff like that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he has an FUFin on his desk. Yeah, I remember something like that. That is amazing. Yeah, so... And you were saying Pixie again, but we it got derailed once more. <laughs> you said another thing to mention, and then we started bashing on Finn. <laughs> Sounds about I right. honestly yeah. don't remember. That seems like it flows perfectly fine to me, though. All right. Uh, that's, that reminds that's me my of tales. That, yeah, that's remind me of that <laughs> meme. Like, if you don't remember it, it's not important. And then there's something, so like someone really important standing outside on uh, under the rain, like the dude's <laughs> child. <laughs> They're sitting at us like, 
I think I forgot something. Well, if you forgot, it probably wasn't important. And uh, his child is <laughs> outside in the rain, like. Uh, <laughs> uh, but if you remember then, it, do cut us off, so you can you can yes. talk about it. Okay. Well, especially because the basis of this show is us forgetting and picking up where we left off, meaning mm. none of this is important <laughs> when you really think about it. It's probably another reason why we are so, like, keep derailing, because we insist on not sticking to a certain structure. Yes, like, we we have an outline for a show, not a direct script. Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's like... Okay, let's take it take it away. Sure. It's, it's uh, your turn so now. what what I'll do to start with before we get into arena because that is actually pretty much all of my tales. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would like to bring up the fact that uh, we had kind of been talking to a lot of people on social media about this. Um, if you haven't seen what we've had posted from the main account or our side accounts is we have recently kind of delved into on, I guess, <sighs> inspiration from Pylon, uh, the host of the UESP podcast, uh, which is the unofficial Elder Scrolls podcast, uh, for anybody who doesn't know. the uh, We have been working on getting Elder Scrolls Online to run on our cell phones. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I <laughs> pretty much about this. Yes, pretty much. I didn't have it in the notes at first. I was like, wait, we've been, this has literally been like a million notifications on everything. Um, so he's, when I last talked to him, it should be going up. He's actually typing up the full instructions for everything on the unofficial Elder Scrolls pages. So, oh, so that makes can, sense, considering how yes. many people have been like, how do you get this work on iPhone? Yes, but um, very cool note that... Uh, if you have an NVIDIA card, uh, and you can run, I believe it's called Moonlight, if I'm not mm, mistaken. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll give a link once it's all posted up, because we've kind of, like, collaborated our efforts together on this. Um, yeah, it's, uh, you can run PC to your cell phone via streaming. Um, I not entirely sure if there's a way to do it with xbox although i would assume there is i'm not an xbox player so i don't know however um i have also had the pictures of me using playstation 4 remote play to which you link to a free downloadable app on a cell phone and you can then route the game so that it will still process from your ps4 but it's totally playable on your phone the on-screen buttons are pretty crappy, mm. but you can actually sync up a controller yeah. and just play it like that. So if you want to uh, play Elder Scrolls on your phone or Elder Scrolls Online on your cell phones, uh, we'll have a link to that coming up very soon as once people started realizing that's totally a thing you can do, even if it's just to log in and like, oh, I'm just getting my writs mm. or i'm just getting my daily login or whatever probably be great for people who are really about those event tickets and stuff like that you can do it on the go even if you don't have time to sit and yep. do the thing and here's the thing so all that like routing through playstation now onto moonlight whatever that's for iphone so if you have yeah well also if you that's for uh if you have an android phone and steam if you have ESO on steam i don't know if this works if you don't have ESO on Steam, because 
at the moment GeForce Now basically lets you play the games you have on Steam. Uh, but because if you have an account uh, that you can log into the game, it probably will work if you just have an account of Elder Scrolls Online. So GeForce Now is NVIDIA's cloud gaming solution, right? It's been out for a long time. They tried it with NVIDIA Shield, they tried it with NVIDIA Grid, they tried it, but lately, I think, I don't know what changed, it might have been that um, the Android app is released, that I've been seeing it around, so I thought, okay, and we've been working about it at work as well with my coworkers, and at first I was like, yeah, cloud gaming, not gonna work, everybody tried, everybody failed, right? But since it was on the phone, I thought, okay, let's give it a shot. So I downloaded the app. The app doesn't exist on iPhone, it exists on Android. So GeForce Now app. So I downloaded the app, and the first thing I see is Elder Scrolls Online Destiny 2. I'm like, wait, what? For real? <laughs> so I launch the Elder Scrolls Online, which I'm doing it at the moment as we speak as well. Uh, actually, I shouldn't do it as we speak because I don't know how much of my upload speed it will mess up. Oh, yeah, <laughs> nuke your um, upload. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, actually, it shouldn't nuke my upload because it just sends the input data. It shouldn't oh, yeah, so it actually upload. just... Yeah, it only stress out the download side. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Um, yeah, yeah, good point, good point. So what it does is it opens up a virtual machine for you in NVIDIA's data centers, downloads the game there, which takes like super, super short. And you authenticate it through your Steam, if the game is on Steam. If the game is free to play, it just lets you play as far as I think. Um, and you basically connect to NVIDIA servers and through NVIDIA servers, they connect to Elder Scrolls Online's data center and you just stream the game onto your phone. And it works. It has an on-screen gamepad, which is enough to do like Ritz, whatever. Um, but also, you can also connect an Xbox controller via Bluetooth on your phone. And I did that. I connected my Xbox controller to my phone. I connected to ESO. Um, okay, I failed the network test because we might be, might be because we are streaming. Um, <laughs> oh, actually, my internet speed might be below minimum requirement for this as well. Uh, I think it wants like 50 megabits or something like that. Um, anyway, so Xbox controller on the phone, you can play Elder Scrolls Online on your mobile or on your Mac, whatever, anywhere you go. Like even on your PC, if you have a low power PC, um, you can play games with like 1080p, 60 frames per second, RTX enabled, all that shenanigans with just like Intel HD graphics embedded GPU, you know, so it is it is interesting one when the internet like connection spikes or like Goes up and down the quality does get affected But still as Lotus said you are away. You're on a work travel. You're on a trip You want to get your login reward. You want to get your event. You're gonna read you want to redeem a pet whatever you can do so on your mobile and I don't know how I'm gonna work now because now I can actually get ESO to work on my Mac. So I don't know. Destiny 2, well, like bunch of games, Dark Souls is in there, Mortal Kombat is in there. 
So I'm thinking Mortal Kombat on the phone. I just have to figure out how to connect two Xbox controllers to the phone, which I don't think is possible via Bluetooth because it's single channel. But yeah, that seems like that would get real complicated. Yeah. Well, I mean, at, at this point, who it's knows? like yeah, weird say, who things knows? in a dungeon. Keep coming up yeah. with new working workarounds and everything. Yeah. Yeah. As Todd Howard once said, it just works. <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't done it on my phone yet, but I actually, about a month or two ago, Pylon actually walked me through how to do it through Moonlight, so that way I could remote to my Mac, because I have a MacBook Pro, and ESO on Mac, it, it's A, a huge download that I don't mm. have space for, B, not as not as good as on my PC. So I was streaming it uh, to my Mac so I could sit in the other room without having to haul my entire PC in there. And it works really, really well. I don't think I would run like a vet DLC dungeon or anything just like crazy with it. But I definitely play it. And that's how I like to use that time to do my uh, my surveys and everything. I'll stream it out there mm-hmm. to where I can watch my child and also ESO. Yeah, it is definitely, it definitely changes a lot of things. I mean, it does require mm-hmm. a very stable and high-speed internet, but other than that, like at work, since we are connecting like 80 devices, not including everyone's mobile phones, to, to, the, to the same network, it goes up and down fairly frequently, so the video quality of the stream of Elder Scrolls Online or any other game is like one moment it's 1080p, next moment you are playing Elder Scrolls Online in 144 resolution. It's <laughs> it can be weird, but it doesn't stop you from still from doing your like writs and whatnot. Right. Anyway, Lotus continue. Um let's see, where was I? Arena. Uh oh yes. So yeah, <laughs> that was the extent of my ESO, so uh, now, I guess so, I, I streamed after the show happened last time, uh, so I got the game to work on stream, which is a huge step in a direction that I was hoping for, mainly because I did not, I was having a rough time getting it to kind of cooperate. Uh, but it's good to go. All I needed to do was uh, convince that Streamlabs knows that the Elder Scrolls 1 Arena is a game <laughs> because it's actually an option in the uh, directory, which I found very funny. However, Streamlabs also does not realize that DOSBox playing Elder Scrolls Arena is a game and it just doesn't do anything. So I got it that it would, uh, I capture DOSBox itself in a way that it's just showing that screen. Like it's just running a program and then I just like, yep, it's totally arena. Don't question anything. So if you do decide you would like to watch this at any point, this is what I will be streaming Uh, to the best of my ability. I also am going to download the uh, VODs uh, so that I can put them on YouTube just because I've had requests and not everybody can just like drop whatever they're doing when I go live and whatever. I totally understand that. So um, yeah, anyways, I last week uh, when I picked up, we were in Fang Lair and last update I had was that 
I don't know where to go. So with the help of chat, we roamed around in Fang Lair for two-ish hours or so, but we managed to dig our way through the dungeon with the very awkward map, and we encountered two things that chat and us all got to discuss, where there are, there are straight-up riddles on in the game, but kind of right. with doors and walls, where it asks you a riddle, and you literally type in a response in order to proceed. Um, I posted the riddles to Twitter. They're kind of long, so I, I don't want to... But I got the first one wrong. There is a massive amount of debate over what the actual answer is to that question. But I got it wrong. And it released a horde of spiders. And I was like, well, that's <laughs> not great. Um, but we slayed the spiders. And then we moved on deeper into uh, Fang Lair, to which we got the second one. And the second second riddle, very proud of chat, uh, specifically Delta912, who came up with the answer to the riddle very quickly. And by answering the riddle correctly, a bunch of hellhounds came out and immediately killed me. <laughs> so I'm not entirely sure wh why, other than not physically opening the door, you're punished just as much for getting things correct as you are for getting them wrong, which is just miserable. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, you can't get through the doors otherwise. So after we managed to dig our way through there, behind the second word, or puzzle wall, riddle wall, I guess you'd call it, uh, got the Staff of Chaos. <laughs> That'll teach me exactly, Chad. Um, so that's the thing, is I get the first Staff of Chaos chunk. It looked like just a little spear tip or whatever. So got it. was all excited started to really get a pretty good flow for the game i'm like all right i think i've leveled up enough in game that i can over like i'm starting to overpower things so i leave there and at that point it says you have to find the next piece of the thing and it's in skyrim okay. so yep so i'm like all right cool so i'll travel to skyrim i went to winterhold uh because i needed to find labyrinthian and it took 33 in-game days to get there. <laughs> everything's done, done in real time stuff. So my guy gets there. I ask around town. Same method as it was before. You ask around the villagers. They send you where you need to go. Well, they send me to the Mages Guild. Mages Guild is like, yeah, we got a whole bunch of th stuff that's not going great. So um, we're going to stop sending mages and we're going to send you. And I was like, okay, that's fine. I've been doing pretty great. <laughs> so I go to what's called the Ice Fortress. And I'm thinking, yeah, I've been going along at a pretty good rate. I'm level 12. This is fine. And then I go into the Ice Fortress. And that is where everything goes south. Because I picked that up for today's stream, which I streamed this morning. And I had it set to Labyrinthian. We never made it to Labyrinthian in three and a half hours. We never <laughs> got through the Ice Fortress. <laughs> That's where our journey began and ended several hours later is this because is this when you encountered that glitchy the bud like, light the the bud light knight who yeah. is apparently an ice atronach well he, he's called an ice golem 
Um, and he just, we'll post a picture of him. I'll post it on the account <laughs> later. Um, he looks like the Bud Light Knight is exactly what he looks like. Um, and there's really no other way to say it. Bud Light Knight is. Uh, it's, so it's this really dumb commercial where there's this generic-looking knight made out of beer cans. Oh, and God. He just, looks, he just looks like that. So I'll do a picture of the Bud Light Knight next to this ice golem. Actually, and I'm she... looking at a very well-made plate armor of Bud Light Knight right now. Is that is this, Great. Is this, the, is, is this made out of beer cans? I don't think so. I, it, it's made in to look like a beer can okay. is what it is. Yeah, yeah Because yeah, if they made this out of can. beer cans, I was going to be like, color me impressed. This is... <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. wear this into battle. <laughs> so those things were the first reality check of me saying like, yeah, cool. I've gotten over the threshold of I'm no longer a weak slob anymore <laughs> incorrect total reality check that thing is an indestructible monster that pounded my face in and i was like oh boy that was that was quite a jump in difficulty but after several attempts i killed it thinking this is like some type of mini boss or something so as i patrol around this place to which i have no direction i'm just heading southwest because that's been the moral of the story so far just always head southwest um we roam around the game crashes multiple times during stream <laughs> um, because Bethesda um, and the problem starts to arise that okay there's a lot of lesser knights and ghouls and trolls and then now these Bud Light Knights start <laughs> popping up and it's like, okay, this is starting to get real aggressive. So like every fight I'm just getting really wrecked and if I can get through it great, but I'm always wounded and the problem is that there are so many enemies in here resting to recover starts becoming not an option anymore because there are enemies in every single room in all directions <laughs> so there's nowhere to hide so that I can rest to actually recover so I have to just limp my way from one fight to another at half health and just get steamrolled again. While trying to actually keep track of the direction of the map and constantly getting my teeth kicked into the back of my skull, I just have lost like total track of where I'm going. And at the end of the stream, right before we made it, well, I think I found the last room. There was a room with a whole bunch of golden stuff in it and everything. And I'm like, oh, this is this has got to be it. The room is empty. There's nothing in front of me. And I've been whittling my way through room after room in this place. And I start walking forward and boom, brand new ice golem pops up right in front of me. Just materializes. I'm like, sure, why not? That's how my life goes. So I turn around to just run to try to maybe drag it down the corridor so I can scoot in and get to whatever maybe is in there that I need. And behind me, there are three more knights. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, what is, where did any of this come from? So at this point, I'm just boxed in place and I can't even move because there's just so many enemies and you don't pass through the sprites. Yeah. So I'm just pincered in by all of these spawning enemies and I'm just eliminated. And I respawn and I try to get, and I'm just, and this just, Failure, 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 failure. Just, I have no chance. I'm like, okay, this is a hard, I'm effed. <laughs> like, hard destroyed. 
I have to bail. So I have decided that, oh, also during the length of this, um, the reason I'm getting crappier as I go as well, even though I've leveled up while doing it, is my weapons are breaking because I fight <laughs> so many enemies. They're just shattering on just the constant skulls that I have to try to cleave in. So my gear is destroyed. I basically have no weapons. And then it got to the point of, as I was falling back and I was trying to defend against one of the Bud Light Knights, I'm down to a sword that it doesn't... It's not magically enchanted. They're all broken, anything that I cared about. So now I'm just using, like, toothpicks and rocks that I'm finding on dead enemies just for the sake of hitting them. It's so low be uh, below this thing's armor class that it is physically incapable of even damaging it. So I'm just completely neutralized. I can't do damage to the enemies anymore. <laughs> I'm just that useless. And I'm like, okay, we're going back to town like i have to go to winterhold i need to recover i need to at least repair this crap so that i can try this again so i decided this is where we're going to call the stream i'm going to go back to base i'm going to get myself repaired um and then maybe i'll do a little organization see if i can get some better gear from the stores and stuff like that and the next time i stream that's where i'll pick up i was like okay i'll just go back in and <laughs> the coup de gras of the situation as I try to leave, <laughs> is the game just... It doesn't crash. It freezes in the middle of a music note. So it's, <laughs> I, I'm not going to produce it for the sake of deafening people. But it was a loud kind of squonking hum. <laughs> <laughs> and that pretty much... Confirm that you've had enough arena this day. It's time to just stop. So that was where I called my adventure after uh, three hours or so. And it uh, it could have gone better. Uh, could have definitely gone better. Um, my last report was when I got to Fang Lair. And then it was a follow-up of I'm still in Fang Lair. Well, this week, I got to Ice Fortress, didn't even get to Labyrinthian, and I'm still in Ice Fortress. <laughs> so, oh. hopefully, I'll be pieced together enough to clear that, and then actually go to Labyrinthian, because I don't really know what the mages are even looking for in Ice Fortress, because that's not even my end goal. My end goal is Labyrinthian. This place is just to tell me where Labyrinthian <laughs> is. So, the dungeon we are about to enter in the new DLC which is in Skyrim, is called Ice Reach. Oh. Since Fanglayer was an arena and was a DLC dungeon in ESO, I wonder if Ice Fortress, or rather Ice Reach, will turn out to be the Ice Fortress well, ice as a dungeon. Well, Ice Reach out in the Sea of Ghosts, correct? Mm, yes. Wait, okay. no, isn't that the other dungeon that is in Sea no, of no, Ghosts? No, no, that one's in Bankerai or something. Bankerai? Yeah. Uh, I am yeah, so, yeah. so off the... Okay. <laughs> Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, in, in this in this situation... So, Ice Fortress is slightly below Winterhold. Right, um, okay. Which, I mean, all the towns are super generic looking in this game because they're kind of procedurally <laughs> generated. But, yeah, Winterhold, still in one piece. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the buildings are only processed halfway up, but, you know, what are going to do? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that was, um, 
that was my attempts at continuing on with uh, Arena. It's 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 fun in a really really awful way. <laughs> <laughs> and there are a lot of enemies in there, and man, the the difficulty has just skyrocketed through the roof. Uh, however, after today's tragedy uh, situation. Uh, I do know that at least three other people have picked up playing Arena. So in advance, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> you ruined their lives, man. Yeah, just keep in mind that I believe it was Pete Hines who made the quote of, oh, Arena, yeah, I've never made it out of the first dungeon. And <laughs> he would be their VP of marketing. <laughs> so, Uncle Pete. That'll give you a gauge. Um, well... Sim and chat asks a very valid question. And yes. this is a game you play for fun? <laughs> <laughs> that is a valid question. And I will give that a resounding answer of maybe. <laughs> it's Lotus sort of fun. A bit of it's on the... sort of I just need to beat them all now. <laughs> Lotus I... is slowly drifting away towards the pain is fun territory. <laughs> Which can be, I don't know. I mean, not judging yeah. anyone here, but see. So I will say that Lotus seems to be doing this for the knowledge of times gone by. Which I feel <laughs> like his favorite Daedric prince would be very proud of him for. See, that's, that's I. That is well phrased. I like that. Yeah, that explains a lot. Even though that's that wasn't Lotus's reasoning now he'll use <laughs> nope. it for the rest of his to days totally is now <laughs> <laughs> there you go y yep. i helped you just gave a method to this incredible degree of madness <laughs> <laughs> it's either you're, you're trying to honor your favorite daedric prince or shiagorath's taken his right. hold or i've and... devolved yeah. into ending in shiagorath's <laughs> shivering isles it'll be one of those two things <laughs> But yeah, so that's that's where I've managed to leave off this time, and uh, yeah, we'll see what I can manage to do uh, the following time. I assume Merkmire will have me somewhat distracted, although farming Black Rose Prison without double drops is really not high on my list of things to do, so I might not play Merkmire <laughs> as much as I originally thought I was going to. Alright, well, anything else? That is it for me. Okay, let's see. Uh, before we end, we actually do have an email. This is from Arametheus, the host of the Written in Uncertainty podcast, which goes heavy into the lore. Like, if the lore we talk normally is like middle grade degree, Arametheus talk mm -hmm. about it like an academician. Like oh, yeah, they use a college professor. Level. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, this is this from him. Hi all, you were after some feedback on what the Elder Scroll means, Elder Scrolls lore means to people. I thought I'd stake my all in. This is about last week's discussion. To me, the lore is and always will be more than the games. As I've mentioned to Lotus before now, I've not long had computers that can run a modded Morrowind at higher than 25 frames per second or so. Well, or so, let alone Skyrim and ESO, but I'd seen Morvin played at the back of a philosophy class in 2002, 
and was hooked on the notion of a game that was open enough to allow you to go wherever you wanted, whenever you wanted, all the while looking like an Ashigaru. From then, the lore became more and more of a way to engage with the world, almost independent of the games. I got Elder Scrolls 3 myself, but my parents never bought high-end PCs, and so I got used to spending more time wrestling with mods than actually playing. The lore stood apart from that, because I could look stuff up outside of the game. To me, the lore exists in the books and historical accounts of events far more than it does in gameplay. As a result, I tend to come down more on the that's not how it's in the lore side of the debates. As I experience <laughs> the lore separately from the games, that and the lore is never really about discovery in the sense of no spoilers for me. As I've generally read about a thing in the game several times before, I experience it firsthand. Playing the games is more about a particular story I want to tell or something I want to experience rather than finding new lore, finding new lore necessarily. Maybe antiquities will change that. I've never been able to be on the bleeding edge of official lore before, although I'd hoped I have contributed some original theories in my own small way. Lore was also something I got into through forums, seeing people have debates on the lore. Hold on, let me bolt this. I'm having trouble reading. And I'm gonna increase the font as well. There we go, that's better. <laughs> Lore was also <laughs> something I go into through forums, seeing people have debates on the lore that required proper scholarly augmentation in my early days was something I could sink in my teeth, in, sink, sink my teeth into, partly, uh, apparently it wasn't about the font. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't read. Art just can't read, it's okay. Yeah. See, I can't it happens to the best of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take this from start. Lore was also something I got into through forums. Seeing people have debates on the lore that required proper scholarly augmentation in my early days was something I could sink my teeth into. Partly thanks to the, the, those philosophy classes. Their lore is a fantastic mashup of ideas, themes, truths and perspectives that can be considered in so many ways and I've loved doing that over the years. I was also in on the tail end of some of the dev and xdev interaction with the community on a more casual basis, which has influenced how I think about the boundaries of the lore, canon, and all that good stuff. I've experienced the lore mostly through channels other than the games, so it's turned into something far bigger than the games for me. It's a way of exploring and expressing ideas within an unbound fictional universe. I hope that all makes sense. Keep things awesome, everyone. Cheers, Arimetheus. Ooh. And I absolutely so love Arimetheus. That was great. <laughs> yes, it was. And it totally does make sense. Also, give me one second while I do something. You guys can you guys can talk about it. There we go. So Arimetheus does like like Ark was saying, college level lore so yeah. i have listened to his podcast and a lot of it just goes whoosh but i so i feel like i have to listen to it like three times to really understand what he's saying like his episode i want to say he did an episode on dragon breaks that i listened to a few months ago that just blew my mind that was just incredible if it was not dragon breaks it was something that my brain has linked to dragon breaks and you should totally listen to it it is incredible check out his podcast this guy knows his lore. 
Yeah. And, like, I, I guess I am similar to Arametheus, even though um, I don't know the lore as much as him. I don't, like, when I'm in the game, I don't read all that much. Like, even during single-player games, I read every dialogue, but I don't read everything that I find. But once I go into, like, Unofficial Other Scrolls pages for the lore, or when I start actually discussing the lore with someone, like, even at work, every now and then someone comes up to me, like, because I had some couple of uh, co-workers start Elder Scrolls Online, and some others apparently started Elder Scrolls Online but dropped the game. Like, during lunch or during work, someone comes up to me, like, uh, so, oh, you play Elder Scrolls Online? I'm like, yes, you're in the right place. And they're like, <laughs> well, can you tell me a bit about it? My first question generally is, how much time do you get? Like, <laughs> do you want the, like, from Meritic era into Fourth Era explanation of Elder Scrolls? Or do you want the, it's an MMORPG, you fight things explanation of Elder Scrolls? I, I mean, especially when explaining to someone who doesn't know the lore, like explaining someone who's new to the lore, that's my favorite. And, Every now and then, while doing that, I realize I don't know something, and I just op like pull up my phone, I start going into Wikipedia, and the topic changes while I do that. Like, they start talking about something entirely else, and for the rest of the duration, whether if I'm with friends or whether if I'm at lunch with coworkers, I'm like, I'm on my phone, and they're talking about whatever, and I'm reading, like, oh, so... Hmm, so that happened in Meritica, right? <laughs> But in the games, I don't read much. But I I read outside of the games all the time. I don't know why. It's like in Elder Scrolls Online too. Whenever I find something like a lore book, I just press E and escape immediately. Like E escape, <laughs> E escape. <laughs> I always say to myself, since there is the eidetic memory, I'm like, I'm gonna read it later. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna read it later. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna read it later. Six years into the game. I've never once went back to my idiotic memory to read a lore book. Well, I'm gonna read it one day. I assume, since they've progressed past Skyrim, but uh, they've, they've been pushing through as uh, a Skyrim book club, that's how I quote-unquote read the books. And since they've cleared all the books in Skyrim, uh, they've moved on to ESO and Oblivion. Like, they're doing just various ones now. So maybe in, I don't know, 15 to 20 years, they'll have dug through all of the books because, good lord, are there a lot of them. <laughs> are there any lore books in Arena? Like, do you find books in Arena as well? I have not found books in Arena. However, one thing that I would like to mention about Arena in regards with that is their incredibly descriptive way of talking about your environment. Oh. So there's no books, but like you walk into a tavern and it's like you step into the tavern and it'll say like the name of the tavern, but it's like you step into the winking skeever for the sake of I need yeah. that name. Uh, and, you know, the cold air of, you know, sun's dusk blows in behind you. There's patrons bustling around a warm fire and a bard singing in the corner. And it just goes on and on explaining the setting. And I'm like, 
Okay, I see five pixels and somebody that looks like a barkeep. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's totally because of that it. it's descriptive because they, they don't is, have the visual capability to actually right. explain it. So and and it is pretty funny because they do it a lot, including in dungeons. Like <laughs> in the first dungeon itself, when I was walking around, it's like one of the things you walk across thresholds and they're, they're positionally so like you cross over a barrier it seems like and it's like a trigger line on the floor because it'll do it if you go back and forth across it and it's like um you know you hear a skittering sound across the brown mossy rocks off in the distance and you hear water trickling down and i'm like my god i was like i'm just standing in a crappy cell like what? <laughs> this is so elaborate like so we get those instead of lore books. Apparently, they morphed into a book version instead of incredibly <laughs> detailed descriptions of your surroundings. Ah, uh, yeah. But Aramithius, thank you so much for the mail. And again, Absolutely. for anyone who's thank listening, you. written in Uncertainty Podcast, it's amazing. And if you want to yes, learn your lore well and blow your mind and go like, oh every few minutes that is your and if you like lore discussions i was going to say you can always contact him because he encourages discourse on the lore topics it's not just him like parroting stuff at you uh he you know he's got his own discord and stuff like that and he's part of the um what is the the selectives lore cast is something else he's part of where they basically have philosophical discussions about the elder scrolls lore so there's a heavy lore side to that for all the people who are super into that aspect of uh the story slash lore slash that portion of the game itself yep Uh, my, my my understanding of lore goes as far as like i know stuff but I'm definitely not sure about stuff, whether if what I <laughs> right. know is true or not. Even like things about Talos, you know, Ysgramor. Like right. I was reading about Ysgramor just recently and I was like, wait, so that's his story? Okay, <laughs> I mean, and you'd think I'd know, right? Being being a huge Skyrim and Nord fan, you'd think I'd know Ysgramor's and Talos' backstory and things like that. No. I know Argonian weird things. But... Boots. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Bad. Bad Lotus. <laughs> no. Yes. No. Well, boots, farming equipment. I don't know. It's hippity hoppity. So the rest you know. I, I do have one. I have one quick confession, and that is outside of the Dominion races. Argonians are my favorite. So if we just completely pretend that the Dominion and all of its countries do not exist, I freaking love Argonians. It's the first character I ever created in any Elder Scrolls game because they were giant lizards who could breathe underwater, and that was cool. How did we get you on the show anyway? (laughs) You obviously didn't listen to anything I said before this. Yeah, we we took a wrong turn somewhere in our (laughs) recruiting efforts. Well, to be fair, Ark, I... I mean, other than Promethean, who's pretty easygoing, you recruited me when it was you and Ag that got me to guest on the show. And I mean, as a result, we now have a cult of Guar. Yeah. And <laughs> I, 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 I mean, you're aware that you've managed to clear trials 
on Guaranir that you haven't even cleared <laughs> yet. So. And I even need to do Sunspire because I need the Yolnak Princess. <laughs> Chat's on my side. Chat's that, they like side, me. Wait, I will bring that <laughs> Dominion spies <laughs> everywhere. Yes. Chat, you're banned. Horrifying. I'm gonna kick everybody Horrifying. in chat. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Universe. What is the command for universal ban? <laughs> <laughs> ban everybody, including us. Yeah. We're all banned. <laughs> the show is closed. Show is over. <laughs> 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 Twenty-six episode was our limit. That was, and that's where we call it. <laughs> I brought down Tales of Tamriel. <laughs> nope. <laughs> this was the master plan. <laughs> Single-handedly took down the longest going show. Yep. Well, okay. on the flip side, we do have, since we're talking about spies left and right within the community, shout out to Jibs and getting his uh, oh, Ebonheart yeah. pack flag earlier. Good work, Jibs. Everyone was <laughs> I... losing it under that tweet. <laughs> That's right. I will eventually forgive this betrayal. I still love you, Gyps. <laughs> At least Cash is on the right team. I now oh, love Gyps. Cash. cash is still <laughs> questionable. I don't know. Yes. I, he, he seems like a good dude, but AD and all, uh, you know. I'm not like, sure we can trust him still. <laughs> yeah. Like, was he a firefighter? He is. Mm-hmm. I mean... Getting to be fair, he's by... also very Altmer-like in appearance. He is a tall dude. He, is, yeah, he was from, one of the few yes. people in Vegas that was like, all right, you're taller than me. At <laughs> like... <laughs> the photos, it was like, wait, how tall yeah. is Cash? Yeah, he was like crouching. <laughs> I actually took a picture with Cash, and the joke was I was going to try to jump to get myself up to his height, and he was just <laughs> going to like raise one leg to look like he was kind of jumping. I still didn't make it up to his height, and I gave it my all. I really did. <laughs> his best effort there from Pixie. Uh, all right, well... Uh... Quick reminder before I finish, PC European Mega Server ESO Guild is live. If you want to join, let us know somehow in any channel you want to let us know. Uh, that's it. Pixie, where can people find you and do you have any last thoughts on the show? You can find me over at twitch.tv slash hyperpixiegaming, Instagram mm, at hyperpixiegaming. for a long time. Oh yes, no. It yeah, it, it was just gone completely. <laughs> Do you hear me now? Yes. Yep. yes. Okay. Round two. Okay. <laughs> Start from the top. You can find me at twitch.tv slash hyperpixiegaming, Instagram at hyperpixiegaming, and then Twitter at hyperpixiegames because of character limits. <laughs> <laughs> and any last thoughts? Because this is your last show, by the way. That's why I'm asking. Yeah. Okay. We are not oh, having no, an Altmer and an Argonian on the show. No. No. Yeah, uh, where's the guillotine anim animation for her little screen? <laughs> My Argonian is very pretty. Her name is Scales Like Frost, and she's a tank, <laughs> so you should like her. And she's very icy, and she's a warden, and she's pretty freaking cool. Look. And you should give her a chance before trying to <laughs> skin her, but you can't even skin her because she's made out of ice. Hence I am already like tolerating Frost. one Argonian tank in the community, and that's Ninja Six One Four. Okay, I can only have, I can only tolerate so many Argonian tanks. Okay, you gotta race change her into 
ignored. <laughs> but then wh- how am I going to swim fast? Because I always Why fall in the swim water. Fast? You're tanking. If anything, you got to stay in position <laughs> so that slaughterfish attack you and the rest of the group can get away. I will tell you exactly why I need to swim swim that slim fast. That's a diet beverage. Why I need to swim fast. <laughs> it's it's because I like to take screenshots and sometimes those screenshots take place on an island because that's where the most beautiful scenery is. And if I'm in the middle of East March and I need to get from point A to point B, which happens to be on an island, I would like to swim quickly there. Also, lizards are really cool and the Merkmeyer celebration is coming up and it's going to be awesome because that swamp is really cool. Okay, and the there's red torch whole box. screenshot thing made so much sense because I do swim to islands to take <laughs> screenshots. I'm, I'm after, but you win this round, Pixie. <laughs> Lotus, where can people find you? Uh, I, <laughs> I am, uh, I am Lotus of Doom. Uh, both on, well, I guess both, whatever, all things. Uh, <laughs> Pretty much anywhere you can find me. So I'm on Twitter a whole bunch. I've recently been trying to stream at least once a week on the weekends. Uh, it's been arena largely, but I'll be streaming other stuff if I can ever manage to beat that. But I'm Lotus of Doom on uh, Twitch as well. And yeah, in-game, I am also Lotus of Doom. We have a somewhat bustling startup to a PS4 guild as well um, on the North American side. If you have any interest in joining us there, uh, please feel free to either message myself or Promethean as we can send you a Discord invite. Um, Separately, there's a Discord for that as it's just kind of a separate thing. Or you can just message us in the Dungeon Crawler Network Discord because we're there as well, kind of linked together. But uh, yeah, so we've got a console side to things as well kickstarting up. But um, yeah, that's pretty much where you can find me. Nice. And you can find me anywhere that is Arkanir. A-R-K-H-A-N-I-I-R. I get people asking me whether if I'm the Arkanir from Tales of Tamriel. Here's the thing. I made this name completely up. This is a fully made up name. I basically went and started creating a character in ESO. And it was like A-R-N, no. A-R-K, okay, R, okay. A-R-K-A-I? No. So it was like letter by letter made up name. So if you see A-R-K-H-A-N-I-R-R, that's gotta be me. If not, report them! That's fake account. <laughs> Identity theft. Um, I'm on Twitter, and on Twitch, I now stream at twitch.tv slash dungeoncrawlernetwork since I basically took everything content creation for DCN. And I'm trying to stream like two, three times a week in addition to our podcast there. So join in and you can support us through there as well. As for DCN and our podcast, you can follow everything we do over at DungeonCrawlerNetwork.com. There you can find links to all of our social media, including Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Be sure to check out our iTunes for a review because our Patreon is at the moment closed. Nailed Uh, it! But I am working on... (laughs) reopening our patreon uh with reward tiers and whatnot uh leave us a five star review on itunes because it helps people know that we are real podcasts that we say real words and sometimes it matters thank you all so much for joining on this episode of tales of thumbriel and we will see you all next week thanks everybody bye bye
Tosh slew Lork and he ripped his heart right out. He hurled it across Tamriel and the heart was heard to shout. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the The laughing heart sprayed blood afar, a gout on seer it fell. And like a dart shot to its mark, down in an alien well. Magic effused the lork in blood to crystal red and strong. Then wild elves cut and polished it down to chimel at a ball. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end. When elves lost Nern to men, Akatosh gave the stone. To Saint Alesh in token of her right to sit the throne. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end.